This podcast contains discussion of mental health and may mention alcohol and drug use as well as suicide. Check the show notes for more information and links to relevant support services. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. They might not solve all the world's problems from this hot tub, but a good chat with a good mate is not a bad place to start. Welcome to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. All right, episode five of No Pants, No Problems. How good's our intro? I just as an aside, love it. I know thank you I know, to. Uh, I know it's been a couple of weeks, but yeah, yeah. it's definitely uh, definitely grown on me. I, I, I like the sound of that in the car in the morning as I listen yep. to us on the way to work. No, as I've mentioned before, um, my husband is a very talented musician, and I know a number of very talented people, including Matt. Who Matt, yeah, did our voiceover? Did voiceover. Um, Thank you very much, Matty. Yes, I knew Matt, and I knew that Matt didn't have a terrible voice. But then when I put out the call for a voiceover person, Matt was like, "Oh, I've got a good voice for radio." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, have it a go." Mm. And then he came out with that. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, he does have a good, <laughs> Actually, good voice for radio." As as a new agent that I've just started becoming, <laughs> yeah, um, he has a much better voice for radio. Than me that hosts three podcasts. Very true, yes. Um, but uh, shout out to Two Drink Cinema. Yes, I've got to start plugging my other podcasts. Yeah, I did a little bit of a rant in a recent episode about of Two Drink Cinema about no pants, no problems, um, because I was excited. What that a great we had show that is! If I, if I was on that show, I'd tell all my friends about it. Which one, Two Drink or No Pants? No Pants. Both of them. Yeah, both, both, both great shows. Both. I'd love to be a guest on Two Drinks one day. I'm. I'm I probably beat the drink limit, but you know what we've just recorded. Well, our, our logo does say two drink minimum. That's well, that's where I start. Uh, yeah. So um, we did actually just record um, an episode uh, ranking all of the movie Batman's. Oh, dude, how am I not involved <laughs> in that one? You can be Come involved on. with your contribution after listening to the way that we've scored the six big screen. Batman. Excellent, excellent. We didn't do the cartoon one. Oh, come on, that wasn't a come on. Kevin, that wasn't a big release of the he, the Kevin, Kevin joke Ke- movie. Okay, wasn't a big release, and but we Kevin, didn't. Kevin do, Conroy is my Batman, though. Yeah, and we didn't do uh, Lego Batman. I was to say, and, ba- and and Mark Hamill is the best Joker ever. He apparently, we did, did talk about the Mark Hamill Joker. Apparently, he did some other stuff, but I'm not aware yeah, of that. Nah. Some other major franchise. Um, so we did Adam West, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Christian Bale, and Ben oh, you Affleck. You did Batnips. Batnips is yeah. in there. That's good. Well, we yeah. had to do the six, yeah, yeah. Um, the six Batmans that were on the big screen. Uh, and I think I'm, I think I'm the only lifelong Batman fan that really loved Ben Affleck as Batman. Surprisingly, I liked the suit a lot. You know, I think I really liked him as Bruce Wayne. He was a believable Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. I didn't score him highest as my Bruce Wayne. We ranked five categories. Okay. 
you'll have to listen to the podcast. I will, I will. I'll I'm not going to rehash the podcast in No Pants, in, No in Problems. In another podcast. Because then okay. no one's going to listen to Two Drink Cinema. Um, so this is No Pants, No Problems. This is not... That explains... A, a Two Drink Cinema with, with Jeff in the hot tub <laughs> instead of Brett in Brett's Lounge Room. Brett's Lounge Room. This week, episode five, we thought we would talk about intelligence. Yes. Which sounds very intelligent to talk about <laughs> intelligence, but it is something that you and I have had a, quite a few conversations about. We have had quite a few in-depth in depth conversations about. We both come from very similar yet very different backgrounds growing up in the western suburbs of Melbourne, yep. Australia. But uh, I think... In Australia, in case you didn't work out, we were well, Australian by now. Hey, yeah, the accent wasn't a giveaway for all our national list, international listeners. Yeah, Some people get confused by the Australian accent, though. Yeah, we're not South African. We're not New, New Kiwis. New Zealand, yeah. no. Someone... I remember when Shane was living overseas, people would guess English first wow, yeah. before um, Australian and then New Zealand and then Australian, Yeah, which is interesting because he doesn't look New Zealand. He looks Welsh. He's as red as I am. Yeah. Yeah. He, he does look much more British yeah. than he does Kiwi or Australian. So intelligence, yes, we, we have similar... Uh, locational upbringings. Yeah. You, but went, you went to a private school. I went to a tech school. Yep. You have a university degree, and I pretty much dropped out in year nine. So there's uh, obviously educational levels that are quite different there. Like I, I say, yep. I dropped out. I was at school for another three years, but I pretty much didn't pass. You checked did, out. Didn't pass anything from yep. year nine onwards. Yep. So. And no, I that, think that wasn't due to lack of intelligence, by the way. That was more to do with the fact that I was at a tech school and they were surprised I was still there. They didn't know what to do with you after that stage. You were supposed to have an apprenticeship and go and do that. So, Well, and I think you mentioned, like you said, lack of intelligence. I think, and in one of our earlier episodes, we've talked about prejudice. Yes, definitely. Was that in episode four? I don't know. You, you're the one with I the... I think so. You're, you're I'm the, the one you're, with you're the spreadsheet. The, Part of the intelligence of the difference between you and I is that you run this show and I just show up yep, on it. Yep. Um, I did say when I was talking to Brett on Two Drink Cinema about no pants, no problems, that there is a theme that I've started podcasts, which is me just sitting with someone and talking. Pretty much, yeah. Yep. And yeah. I organise Two Drink Cinema and Brett shows up with all of his movie knowledge and jokes and talks and... I organise no pants, no problems, and you rock up. Hey, I'm happy to be the talent. Yeah, <laughs> you rock up with the talent, and you, you have the brains. I'm just the pretty boy. That yeah, if anyone knows the two of us, that's not accurate. Well, if at you look all. at the, um, if you look at our drawing, <laughs> Bradley Cooper. Apparently, I am the pretty boy. <laughs> uh, so intelligence, as you said, I'm the brains. Definitely, but. Not. I'm the brains of this kind of thing. And this is yeah. the conversation that we've had around I, intelligence. As part of our conversation on intelligence is, and is relevant for a lot of people, is there's a very big difference between book smart and street smart. Yeah. And book smart people aren't necessarily street dumb and street smart people aren't necessarily not book smart. 
but there is a definite divide in society between, you know, the guy standing there with a university degree and the chippy plumber tradie bloke. Yeah. Who is seen as just you know neck? What I always was referred to as neck down labor by my late father. Yep. Yeah. You know you you're not paid from the neck up. You just do the work. Whereas, but then, as I said to you, like comparing our jobs. If you take away the fact that I'm running the cafe business. Yeah. If you put the barista job against the forklift driver job. Yeah. You've learned to work a piece of machinery to put things in certain places. So have you. Yeah. And so have I yeah. on the coffee machine. And don't get me started on Melbourne baristas thinking they're better than <laughs> anybody on the planet. But it, it's literally a piece of machinery and if you press the right button at the right time and yeah. twiddle the right knob for the right amount of time, you end up with a good latte. That's the difference. If I do the wrong thing, somebody dies. <laughs> yeah. And that's why, in a sense... For you to run a warehouse... Well, I've gone from running a warehouse to now being a trainer, which is a a fantastic career move for me. Like I've said in the past, this is the first time I'm being paid from the neck up. Yep. I'm legitimately teaching people how to operate these heavy machineries. That is a high-risk license, and that means... High risk means chance of killing people. So yeah. I'm literally putting hundreds of people's lives in my hand every day and deciding who and when people can drive for a living. And which I do is think weighs heavy on me sometimes. I think a lot of people No and I think a lot of people would have been a bit surprised that you have become the trainer. Definitely. Because if yeah. they just look at you generally or look at a forklift oh, driver, yeah. generally, they do just think neck down. Absolutely. And I remember <laughs> we had a conversation that you were thinking about going in that direction, and I was like, yep, perfect, do yeah. it. Yeah. But you know me outside of work as well, where yeah. I've always been involved in coaching roles or committee roles and dragged you along kicking and screaming into a few of those committee roles. And I, so I think intelligence is something that people misrepresent and think a lot of people think of it in a very limited view i do have a university degree the university degree isn't irrelevant for what i'm doing now i have a bachelor of education and i'm running a cafe um so it's not directly relevant but it's not irrelevant the skills that i developed in doing that degree are valuable in running a business and managing and working with people. It's the problem-solving techniques that you've picked up along the way. That, But the university degree didn't necessarily give me those things. No. In a sense, that's a way that my brain works. Yeah. And I think similarly, yours works in a similar way in the problem-solving and the working with people thing. You have that natural intelligence yeah but we've had the conversation even about this podcast where i've said like hey what do you want to talk about this week and we've had ideas we want to talk about that we will get to and all may have just gone no that's not how we're going to make half an hour 40 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever out of that but as soon as we sit down and start talking i can see your brain working in a way a much different way than my brain is sitting here right now like i'm thinking what what have i got in my life experience that can 
be relevant to the to the topic of conversation, whereas your brain's more not not only, but obviously you're doing the same thing as me. But you've also got on top of that editing and you know how do I make this come how, out as yeah, a good podcast? How do I make this a good podcast that people are actually going to want to listen to? Why is Jeff keep breathing into the microphone? <laughs> Who turned the spa on? Why is the dog barking? Yep. Is there enough everything going on at the right levels and all the rest of it that I'm I'm completely oblivious to? And I've said that to you, and that's how this coffee this topic actually came up was me saying hey, you're the smart one, and you're like, well, you're not an idiot. And I'm like, I never said I was an idiot. I just yeah. meant yeah. I have no idea. You have what, in the I past know, I, said you're an idiot. Well, <laughs> I've also, anyone listening can probably have stories to guarantee yeah. and back that up. All right? We are naked but in then, the hot tub after all. But then all. there are also times when I'm an idiot. I literally just knocked over a whole coffee today. Yeah. So, like, that's just, like, things happen, and even smart people aren't necessarily always switched on. And I think I think the issue that comes about from the treatment of intelligence as being an academic thing yeah. is that people that are the plumbers or the tradies or, as you said, the neck down, you know, the bloke yeah. that's just holding the shovel, you know, doing One three metres of... I'll say this, I'll get this out of the way early. One of the things that really bothers me when I meet new people and I'm terrible at remembering people as anyone who knows yeah. me knows that. But if I meet somebody for the first time and I say, Hey, what do you do for a living? And they're like, Oh, I'm just a forky or oh, I'm yep. just a plumber. Like, yep. dude, you went to school. Like you, like I couldn't do your job. Like, you know, no. it's not, it's not a, Hey, here's a trained monkey. He can do your job or, you know, yeah. you're going to be replaced by a robot in the next five years. Yeah. You know, there are skills that you have that you don't realize are, are at and above what that guy with the university degree. Like I, one of the smartest people I know is an accountant. And if I hand him a screwdriver, he doesn't know which end to hold. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's completely different skill sets. Yep. Skill sets are different to intelligence is where I think what, what I'm trying to get across. And I think as well, like I can compare my father to my grandfather yeah. So dad was a teacher for 40 years. Yeah. Um, brilliant. Man. Grandpa was a fitter and turner yeah. for 30 years. So if you put them both in a workshop, yeah. that then dad would just stand back and grandpa would have the instructions. Yeah. If you put them into a office, yeah. dad would have the lead and, pop, and grandpa- and, pop, and pops out of his element. Yeah. yeah. Grandpa did teach for a while at a tech school. Yeah. Um, but- uh, but as dad has gone along, like dad built this pergola that we're sitting Next, under yeah, yeah. Um, because he's picked up those skills yeah, uh, and his natural intelligence allows him to, to pick up those skills. But I'm not a tradie person. No. There is a lot I could have done in fitting out my cafe that would have probably saved me a considerable amount of money. Understandable, but I wouldn't have done them well, I so say, I just said, and "Plumber, having, and you're having, in." Yeah, and having done it in the middle of COVID meant that you couldn't call on all your mates that we've met. Yeah, no, that, that could have come in and helped. You needed. So I got a plumber and I got a Sparky, and I painted the walls. Yeah, I can do that. That's if I went into a trade painting, <laughs> painting, <laughs> uh, but not anything <laughs> not- in that. 
sense. And and if anyone comes in and goes, oh, Nathan, he's just a plumber. Yeah. Like, Nathan's probably smarter than me. Yeah. Generally speaking. What Nathan did at our shop to fit it out from a barber shop to a to, cafe. To a cafe was pretty phenomenal. Within six weeks with the budget that he had and the constraints of a 70-year-old building is very good. Mm. Uh, And what Alex did as the sparky to use a 70-year-old switchboard (laughs) to run a cafe out of. Existing technology to run something that never existed 70 years ago, yeah. uh, Is very intelligent, but not my intelligence. If you then, you know, if I then rang Alex and said... Oh, can you hire hire me a barista? Yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't, have a clue. He yeah. wouldn't have a clue. Can you, Nathan? Can you just jump on the machine for a day? No, yeah. the coffee machine. He'd have no clue in that area, and so I think the issue of looking at intelligence from just an academic side of things is that people, like you said, with the people that say just a, a forky, yeah, people undervalue themselves uh, and so limit themselves. Yeah. And I, I skirt that line with my friendship groups that is the university degree people and yep. the guys who, you know, might have trouble tying their shoes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. But having said that, like the guys that you, you kind of, you might undervalue and go like, hey, this guy's, you know, he's not quite all there or there's something wrong with this bloke. You get him into his element and that's when you notice like, oh shit, this guy's... Yep. This guy's doing shit that I didn't even know was possible, you know what I mean? Like, But there's also intelligence in even, like the intelligence is required in even the most menial of tasks. Yeah. Like if we think of someone we know that almost literally shovels shit for a living, yeah. he's the bottom rung of that whole yeah. operation. Yeah. But if he was dumb about that, it would take him twice as long. Yeah. And... He would injure his back and he would be totally inefficient and do the job terribly. So there's some level of intelligence even in just that. And I think if you just think intelligence is a university degree, then you're limiting yourself. And if you're putting that out there, you're limiting other people. Yeah. And I think the... With the the, uh, intelligence on the university level comes that elitist... Yeah, thing which is also where, where where the problem in society I think is if you know like I've when I was doing a pay TV installation all those years ago I used to work around Turak and Malvern a lot early on in some of the you know some of the most expensive houses in mm. Melbourne and you'd show up and the people wouldn't even want to speak to you like you're like you're not worth my yep. time and I'm like well mate you can run this yeah. yourself if you, you want you install this box yeah. then do you know how to get the cable down the wall probably not yep. like, no do you know how to tune everything to make it all work no you know, there's different levels of intelligence and, and some of those people that I'm talking about literally couldn't have a conversation with you without yep you know, putting you down or something along those lines. And, and, it, really... and it does come from that tertiary education did used to only be something that was accessible for the top of the tree yeah. people. And to be a professional used to just be doctor, lawyer, accountant. Yeah. yeah. And they were careers and the rest were just jobs. Yeah. Because if you were a tradie, because there didn't used to be TAFE, it used to just be 
your dad was a plumber, so you followed so your dad around so from plumber. the age of 13 and you yeah. became a plumber that way. Yeah. I, I remember speaking to my stepdad who, you know, great man, was telling me coming home from school in high school when his teacher basically said, you know, this is, school's not for you, mate. Maybe you should get a job. You know, he walked into a sparky like electrician yep. joint on the way home and said, I've just left school and they were like, cool, can you start Monday? And then he was like, yep, cool. Then he kept walking down the road, walked into a butcher shop and was like, I've just left school. They're like, cool, can you start Monday? And like... Yeah, and the then he could have been you know, a butcher or he could have been a sparky. Yeah, but he was a butcher. Like he went, he went, he went down that road and spent, you know, good 60 years of his life in that industry. If you, you gave know, an just, accountant... Just on walking down the yeah. street on the way home from school. If you gave an accountant a cow... Yeah. You wouldn't end up with a porterhouse steak. Exactly, yeah. God knows what you'd end up with. <laughs> you'd, you'd get a lot of value out of it because That's the accountant right. brain would be very yeah. frugal about the use of yeah. the cow, but you'd, you wouldn't you'd be, be getting a porterhouse You'd be steak. chewing on a, t- a cow toenail trying to figure out why you paid $200 for yeah. it. Yeah, but the accountant would have some reason yeah. for that. If I go back to my warehouse days, I've worked for guys that, you know, literally like oh you're beneath me you're just the shit kicker doing this and i'm like mate if i don't get this job done someone's going to kick your ass for it yep. so you can either help me or you can you know motivate me in a way that i want to work for you you know what i found in my number of different jobs is the the middle level of people are the worst for that mm. so i worked at a at a reasonably big company, the four founders of the company were worth a combined total of about $300 million. Those blokes would come and chat to me as the barista and like have just normal conversations, chat, no worries. The level below them didn't want to have a bar of it. Wouldn't come and chat to us, would come and, you know, treat the staff cafe like oh, we've worked so hard, we deserve all of these coffees that you're giving us and da-da-da-da. Whereas the the, the big founder, who on his own was worth about 100 mil, would come in and wait for the queue to finish before he came and got his coffee. And probably knew knew you by name. hmm, The two levels below him would push into the front. Yeah, I'm here for my coffee. Another founder, because I worked there with my brother, another founder when... Grandpa was in hospital, came down and, you know, we said, oh, you know, Tim, we might have to leave early today because Grandpa's in hospital. He's like, oh, just go now. Yeah. They don't need their fucking coffee. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Whereas if I think if we'd said that to one of the other managers, yeah. it would, have been, would be a different and, story. Yeah. And how is this my problem? Yeah. yeah. So you're here to make coffee, make your coffee. So I, I think, and that's people, if you give, if you give them a little bit, they think they'll take a lot. They'll take. They think they deserve a lot. Um, and I need to mention. I think that's the fifth episode in a row where you've knocked your towel into the bath. Yeah. Well, yeah. The towel is <laughs> there in an effort to keep my hands dry. How's that going? Uh, my hands dry. The towel's not. <laughs> See, that's my lack of intelligence. <laughs> I've set up all of this equipment. I'm running this podcast, but I can't keep a towel on the freaking edge of the bloody tub i will say tonight um lee handed me the microphone while i was sitting in the tub and i was like just out of curiosity how much is this for me to replace <laughs> when i drop it uh well you can help us re- you can help us replace the microphone that jeff's inevitably going to drop <laughs> if you go to buymeacoffee.com 
forward slash no pants pod. No pants pod, which I screwed up the uh, Instagram account for. That's all right. Which is no pants, no problems pod. Yeah. I added a couple of words That's in there. Fine. You might know those words. It'll it's kind be of the found. show name. So Twitter, Instagram, uh, no, Twitter, Facebook, and buy me a coffee is no pants pod. Uh, and Instagram is no pants, no problems pod. Uh, but the, all the links to those will be in the show notes. So with the buy me a coffee, we've set that up because there are little bits and pieces of costs. Of course. We, and we aren't saying that we expect people to cover our costs. Not at all. But if you're enjoying and getting something out of it and you would like to support us, you can support us simply by rating and reviewing the podcast, yeah, which is five, huge. Give us five stars. We've got a couple of those already. So Makes a huge difference, uh, as well as sharing it when you see posts on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Uh, if you're in the hot, t- if you're in your hot tub, listening to No Pants No Problems, put on your Instagram, Facebook story. Yeah, not the us. No Pants bit. Yeah, no, maybe not get banned from because there are or Instagram. community guidelines around uh, both Facebook and Insta. But uh, if you want to give us a cheers on your story and mention us, if you're listening to us in your own hot tub or someone else's hot tub, yeah. maybe your neighbour's got one. You just duck over the fence, jump in the yeah. hot tub, put a little Bluetooth speaker on and listen to us. <laughs> but the, the Buy Me Coffee is there uh, if you do want to show us a little bit more support. And because the whole point of this uh, is mental health, half of everything that we take through the Buy Me a Coffee uh, members and support dollars. Half of all of that will go to mental health charities and organisations uh, yeah. that we are fans of and do some great work uh, with people. Definitely. So, uh, yeah, if you want to support us, you can do us do it in that way. And I've done a lot of talking this week. You have. That's fine. I'm really slowing I think, down. I think I've got... <laughs> I think I'm consciously trying to, to lay out a little bit because I realise how much I talked over us in the last few episodes. So that's work. And we're also, all fi- we're and finding it's all, it's our also, rhythm. It's also a um, a topic that we both need to contribute to. If, if I'm just sitting here telling you how smart you are, and you're yeah. sitting there going, "No, no, you're smart. It's a shit podcast." So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're both smart in different ways. And here's our little message: You're smart too, listener. Hey, that's it. Okay. Don't put uh, yourself down. Takes the fun out of it for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so mental health worthy right there. Yep. Jeez. I'm Lee. And I'm Brett. We are two brothers. We have two drinks. And then we talk about cinema. So we are... Two drink cinema. We have two drinks. We talk about movies. We talk about other things related to movies. And not so related to movies, we do go a bit off topic sometimes. Yeah, some of those things are funny, some of those things are less funny. Yeah, sometimes we're serious. We're pretty funny. We are a new podcast produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. Mm -hmm. Make sure you subscribe. You can find us on all of your podcast platforms and you can find us on YouTube at Two Drink Cinema. The, The youth of today aren't going to get famous through hard work. They want their TikToks and their reels and their Facebook shit. There's no respect, you know what I mean? Like the the the, the instant laugh is, uh, watch me like piss on this cop car or watch me like yep, give yep. this give this server a hard time at Macca's or stuff like that. And that's where. But I th- I, I think the 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 social media side of society really fails in that 
you know, your Logan Pauls and your Jake Pauls and these blokes that are famous for just, you know, eating Tide Pods. You know, like that's... That, that guy shouldn't it, be famous. That guy should be like, do you need help, mate? Is everything okay? But there's, I, th- I actually think there's always been people like that. Yeah, and from well, my, there has, but this is this has given them a global platform where Jake Paul's now worth more money than the guy who you know busted his ass for forty years at work and got a business off the ground and and yeah. worked really hard. But it is know? social media doing it properly is hard work. Yeah, well, like, like two drink cinema, like I was just saying, is on Facebook, Instagram. Twitter and now TikTok. Yeah. For me to take our content and make it good for all four platforms yeah. is a lot of work. And I'm doing it at the very basic well, level. You've, you've put me in charge of ours for this show and I'm like, do I do I post every day? Do I do I yep. post once a week? Do I do I post it at one PM because that's the time that the Americans get up and start looking at their social media, and that's when we might get into a bigger market than Australia could ever offer, and that's where we're going to get our millions of dollars and no, buy the one our, o'clock buy is our the Teslas and all the rest of the it. one o'clock is people going their lunch break in Australia. Oh, there we go. There we so go. it's one so o'clock was, the local well, time. Well off the mark. There yeah. We go, so if we, once we're trying to get into the American market, that'll be a little bit down the track. Yeah, but. Social media is hard work, and there are people that have no, gotten look, famous for little shit things. But what I'm saying is, there's it's it's teaching a lack of respect. You know what I mean? Like there's you get these these people get rewarded for being disrespectful for people. You know, like the amount of TikToks or like real videos I've watched where it's you know a, like I watched one last week where as a guy's girlfriend came out, he was sitting in the car. And his girlfriend came out, and she looked stunning. She looked beautiful. And yeah. Like, he opened the door, and he was, and, she, and like, he's like, you know, he goes, "Give me a twirl," and she like spun around all happy because her boyfriend was, you know, paying her attention. And he goes, "Oh, is that all I get?" You know what I mean? Like, that, that's his girlfriend, man. Like, and this guy's famous because he treats people like shit. Yeah, I think that, that that's not something you should be rewarded for. Is that my says point. more about the audience. Yeah, the but, audience wants to see that. Which exactly. Is but the point is. That's society is driving this yeah. disrespect culture, which doesn't sit well with me as an older bloke. Like, yes, I'm a you know over 40, 44 year old dude who still got a little bit of the old school values, but you know, I've, I've been a dickhead in my life. I've been the guy that disrespects people, but at the same time, if I'm in the room with my mum, you won't hear a swear word out of me. She'll slap the shit yeah. out of me. Yeah, I think. Um I think that's that's a thing. People getting clout mm. for acting up or disrespect or misbehaving has always been a thing. It's just that the platform and the accessibility and the yeah. reach of it is larger. But that's the case with all of the social media. Us doing this 10 years ago couldn't possibly have the reach that it potentially oh, could. Yeah. Now, hey, hey, I recorded something. Here's my cassette. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going back 30 years, but and that you know was what it. I'm that, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. But that's the contrast. But then if you do also go back 30 years to when you were in high school, you're acting up and being a dickhead mm-hmm. in school got you clout. You were known as the guy yeah. and you were liked yeah. because you were the guy that exactly. would do those yeah. things. Like, oh, he's so cool. He's not. He doesn't, he doesn't play by the rules. That's you know? the same thing. It's just instead of the 100 kids at the tech school, it's the 100 million kids on TikTok. Exactly. And it's the same thing. You know, if you and I record, I remember in year seven, 
my mate and I, as a English assignment, recorded a little radio show. And we did it literally yeah. on the cassette. Yeah. On the cassette player. And you could do that 30 years ago and take that tape to radio stations and go, oh, can you play this for me? Yeah. Um, but now we just do it, put it on yeah, throw the podcast. It, throw it out into the cloud. Put a link what, on the lands. Put a link on the thing and then... Yeah. People from East Gippsland are contacting us on Instagram. Yes. So shout out to the East Gippsland Crisis Housing Group. Uh, get on them if you're on the Instagram. You, it's the same thing. It's just a bigger reach, and that's mm. I think with the social media, what the people are learning about yeah, the reach I'm, and I the just, impact of that reach. I just worry about like you know you, you've seen the thing where you know. My parents were really strict on me, so I was a little bit lighter on my kids, so they didn't have to. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, they didn't have to mow the lawn at three a.m. to make sure that dad wasn't going to beat the crap out of them. You know, there was. We grew up in a different time, and so I, my kids never wanted for anything in their life, and never had to work for anything in their life, and that's my bad. Like that's not a good thing that I did for my kids because now they just get to a point where they're like, you know, like. I want to go out this weekend. Where's my money? Like, did you go to work? No. I think okay, there's a problem there. Yeah. But I think the the values are still there. Yeah. And I think you can have different ways of going about things while still instilling values into kids. I don't know. I'm not a, like, I don't know firsthand. I'm oh, not a parent. Yeah, yeah. But there's always going to be change from generation to generation. Um, and there's always, particularly, with the years that we've got, um, it's an adjustment period because this tech boom yeah. has happened so quickly. But I, I worked with an old Italian guy probably five years ago now. I was working night shifts in a cold storage facility as a forklift driver. It's the least glamorous job you can possibly imagine. It sounds even It, it, it is even worse than it sounds. Yep. And one of the guys I worked with was like, this old Italian guy, and he was just like, he'd lived a hard life, and you could tell it, yeah? He was like probably 65 years old and still working because he had to pay off his house and all the rest yep. of it. Yep. And he was telling me about his daughter, and he said, my daughter's 20 years old. She's never worked a day in her life. She owns an apartment in South Bank, and she's worth all this money and that. And I was like, oh, what, like, did she marry well? Like, what's the going? He goes, no, nah, no, nah, she's got like, she's an influencer or something like that. I don't know what that means. And I was like, okay. And like, I, I don't think he realized she's probably like the pioneer of like OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you know, she, he, the whole point was like his daughter used to say to him, why do you work so hard for your money? I've never worked hard in my life and look at everything I have. And I'm like, those, those opportunities weren't afforded to us as the older generation. But did you earn your money? Well, do you know, like, does money, yes. does money lose value when you're given money just because you're pretty you know like well, do, do it, you have to that, that's not hard work but that's, that's always genetic. been the case you know then, what i mean like, it, the hard work comes from and we talked earlier about intelligence yes and similarly people have different talents yeah like i know people who are incredibly attractive yeah but thank you <laughs> but don't <laughs> make full use of it and the intelligence comes from, I think opportunities to make money relatively easily have always been there. Yeah. It's just everything is bigger and more easily accessible. 
I've definitely you could always yeah. sell your nudes. I was going to say I've definitely I've definitely met people in my life that I was like, "Are you a model?" And they're like, "No, it doesn't interest me." I'm like, "What do you mean? Like, yeah. you'd rather flip burgers at Macca's than go be pretty somewhere? Like, what are you talking about?" And that's it. Like, 20, 30 years ago, those pretty girls could have made money from being pretty. Yeah, it's it's just now that instead of that money just being localized. If you get on OnlyFans, it's global. Yeah. And there's so many more people that can do it. And it's about that having the mindset of the opportunity to make the easy money. Yeah. And then if, you know, if, well, we probably don't want to talk about OnlyFans too much. But then it's acknowledging the sacrifice that you make in putting that side of you out there yeah. for the money. Yeah. It's being willing to make... I think that look, sacrifice. Look, I think I have a lot of respect for people who do that. Like, not uh, respect is a loose word, but I don't disrespect people who do that. I, no, I, not I, at all. I, I understand. Like, look, I'm not saying they don't work hard. They do have to, you know, they have to come up with content every week. Which, mm. even as short as we're into this, we're starting to go like, holy shit, how are we going to make this a weekly thing for yeah. the rest of our and life. And we got our pants off from episode one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where is yeah. it to go from there? I did get asked by, I, I, I had an American friend who I tried to share this podcast on, on a page on Facebook and they were like, oh, I don't know what a podcast is. And I said, hey, just have a listen to episode one. Like, she was, yeah. she was an older girl, older woman in one of the groups and she's like, oh, we don't share links on our page. We can't do that. And then she's listening to it and she said, oh, I'm, I'm listening to it, but I can't see you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, it's just a, it's just a podcast. It's like a radio show you can listen to on demand. That's yeah. how it works. This is what the technology is. And yeah. she's like, oh, do you have like a YouTube channel? I said, the podcast is called No Pants, No Problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think that's going to fly on YouTube. No, no. we need some, yeah, some we need a, the bubbles going. So there, there is a whole, anything. there is a whole other probably podcast network out there we could get on for that. But hey, and we could probably make. Money. I was going to say more money, but we haven't made any well, money yeah. yet. <laughs> How much is more than nothing? Yeah. Double nothing. Yeah. Um, although we do have the buy me a coffee. Hey. You can go buymeacoffee.com <laughs> forward slash hey. no pants pod. This is Lee. He's had experience in radio. That was the best segue I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're talking about making money. Hell if yeah. we can make money out of talking. True. Then uh, that's I kind of I I do now anyway. Like you, you used to. Yeah, but you have to, in those jobs, we had to think about what we were talking about. Very true. And it had to be saying the right thing at the right time. Whereas this, we just talk, record it, and then uh, put it out there. I think, yeah, I think... Don't don't set that as a massively high benchmark either, by the way. The making money. No, it's just a a reward. For now, for now. It's It's a thank you to us for keeping you entertained if we entertain you. Yeah, and... So there'll be two subscribers, you and me. Yeah, but we entertain ourselves for That's free. true. We've been anyway, doing it for years. Yeah, and have done for a long time. I think, yeah, I think there are issues with social media. They're often discussed now mm. as we're starting to see the impact a little bit more on society of what social media does. But I think... I think we could do a full hour episode of on social media and like for example what my kids went through whereas compared to what we went through going to school. Yeah. And I think generally speaking about social media what social media has done is made everything public. 
made everything public, but made everything bigger. Yeah. So, you know, and I heard, a, I listened to another podcast, the Mindset Mentor podcast I listened to a lot, mm-hmm. was talking to someone about social media and they were saying that if you were, you know, historically the village idiot mm-hmm. and had your crazy, wacky ideas, you were just the one guy or girl. Yeah, I've heard, yeah, I've that heard, had the I've crazy, heard similar thing, yeah. Whereas now if the, you've the got your conspiracy yeah. theory that... Dan Andrews' latest press conference, his CG, his head was CGI'd onto someone else's body because he was that badly bashed for being a pedophile that he can't leave his hospital bed yet. <laughs> That's the latest conspiracy theory that people are putting out there. Did I, did I share my Dan, the Dan Andrews conspiracy I heard or not? No, I don't think so. It was that he was in Lindsay Fox's house and tried to shag his best, his daughter's best friend or something, and Lindsay Fox pushed him down the stairs. And oh God! That's why there's discrepancies between the ambulance report and where he went and what and the timelines. And I was like, you know, so what? if you were the one nut job, yeah, at your workplace or in your social circle thirty years ago that had that idea, <laughs> I, there would have been twenty nine people going, I, "You're a fucking idiot." I have literally just had a revelation. I'm, I used to go into the city on the weekends by myself yep. and like literally seek out that nut job and just sit down and like ask questions of the nut job until I understood what their point was and then I would point out the logical reason why that's not the case just to see their little minds flicker and go like, yeah, but, yeah, no, hang on, but. And then like if they couldn't come up with an answer, I felt happy and I would go home for the day. So No, but the thing is that then... It was just that one person, yeah. And it was, but it was only yeah. one person you counteracting their opinion, yeah. Whereas now, if you went into a Facebook group yeah. of nut jobs and tried to say something valid, yeah, you'd get screamed at. I'd get there's another thousand people in the Facebook group yeah. shouting you down. Like that's why recently I've gotten into Facebook commenting a little bit more, yeah. just to try and plant little seeds here and there, particularly because yeah. it's been Pride Month which brings out all the crazies. Yeah, yeah. It brings out all the brands putting rainbows on everything. It, it brings out a lot of hatred that I honestly wasn't aware of, which you obviously would be a lot more aware of. Yeah. I, I've, obviously, like, if I meet someone who talks shit about like our friendship or anything like that, I'm just like, no, fuck off. I've known him for 20 years. Yeah. Like, I, don't care, I don't care where he puts his dick. I've gotten mainly into the Facebook comments to try and just point, point little things out yeah. that might have some effect on their yep. uh, stupid, often, yep. harmful, more often, opinions. Yes. But then what happens is beneath my comment are six other people that jump on and say... I agree with you. Agree with the other, the bad oh, person, okay. not the bad person. Although if they're homo- homophobic or transphobic, there's arguments to say they're a bad person. Yeah. So whereas previously... If we had been sitting around at the baseball club and one bloke had said, why the fuck do we need Pride Month? Yeah. If you're born gay, what are you celebrating? Yeah. There'd be, I'd say, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He wouldn't then have 10 people suddenly appear behind him to back up him. But you would. But I I probably would. Yeah. But it would allow it to be a one-on-one discussion. Yeah. In which we both have valid points. Yeah, we could explain... Both sides of yeah, the argument. Yeah, and both have an actual discussion. Yeah. Whereas on social media, that's not as easy. Yeah. Um, 
and then you get into the whole thing of reading comments as opposed to having a verbal conversation, yeah. which is a whole other thing. So I think mm. I think it's going to come around, though. I think the the lack of work ethic is going to... It has to have repercussions on a global scale at some point is my it was where I come from. Like if nobody learns the skills to build stuff because they're all, you know, taking photos of their butthole for fucking OnlyFans. Yep. You're not gonna have much of a society in, in fifty years time. Have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy, getting back around the two two drink cinema? Uh no, I haven't, but I someone was telling me about I it. Reco- the other day. I I I highly recommend watching it. It's an Owen 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 what's no, his brother. Yeah, no, the the guy at the baseball club that described it to me goes, oh, it's the shit Wilson brother. It's so the shit Luke, Wilson. Luke, Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. <laughs> but honestly, one of my favourite movies, it's about technology getting to the point where people don't really need, jobs don't need people. Yep. So all the scientists spend their time, you know, getting hair growth and erection pills and society's at the point where social media is everything and then doesn't Luke yeah. Wilson? He's in a he, coma. Yeah, he comes. When he, he wakes he, up. He wakes he's up the smartest like, man he wakes alive. up like a hundred years later. <laughs> he's like a army reject who wakes up as the smartest man alive. Yep. And the president in that movie is Terry Crews, who because yep. he can flex his muscles the best, so he obviously has to be the president. Yep. Like it's yep. just it's it's funny and it's not. But it's about um, you know the smart couple won't have kids until they're financially set. But the redneck has six kids before he leaves high school. Yeah. So society becomes just the rednecks. Like they basically breed out the smart people. Like. Well, and then the fir- like the further you go along, the less of a world it becomes that smart yeah. people want to bring their kids into. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. then it just goes. It's a it's a great it's a great movie for the I like. Let me explain. It's a terrible movie, but it's a great premise for a conversation. It's a good comment. Yeah, it's a great comment on society and where we're heading. I think what we're going to see with the social media influencer things is people will get sick of them, but also they'll just be a flash in the pan thing. And you can see that with the people that are on maths, on Married at First Sight. They're on Married at First Sight. They gain 10,000 followers for the two weeks that they're on maths. They get sent home. They do their interview on the project and on the breakfast radio and, and then, then three nobody, weeks and later, nobody cares who they nobody are anymore. Cares. Yeah. We had a regular customer at the cafe who was who used to be on Married at First Sight. Right. Not the cafe I own now, one I used to work at. And he would come in, and it was six months after his season. And while his season was on, he was all over the news, yeah, the yeah. social media, everything. He would walk through the crowded lobby of this building. No one batted an eye no one, no one turned and looked was. followed yep. him like a couple of people knew who he was they're like oh that's a guy from maths but just kept walking yeah and so that that was only six months after his mm. season um or like the guy that one of the guys that won big brother is now like the door bitch at a nightclub yeah like and people are like oh that's the guy from big brother here's my id let me in yeah like that's it hey <laughs> yeah. see you later yeah yep. um so I think the the flash in the pan thing is going to become. Yeah, but the problem is that flash in the pan might make them two million dollars in the states. Like the idiots in the in America have a, a different situation to us, where the the population of the country means you become 
famous for that 15 minutes and 100 million people know who you are. Yeah. If you get a dollar from every one of those people, your family is set for life. You know, I, I'm, I'm, as we discussed, a neck down worker. Yeah. I've busted my butt for everything I've owned or everything I've ever owned. Or there's, an, there's an argument to say that OnlyFans are neck down workers as well. <laughs> <laughs> Depends whereabouts on the OnlyFans True. register they are. True. How much money you're paying. <laughs> I think it's... I, I do understand what you're saying. Yeah. It, is, it is getting to a little it's bit an, it's of an, an extreme. It's an unfair tipping of the scales for the people who are pretty and willing to show themselves to the blokes that are going to bust their ass their whole life if that makes sense like yeah one of the one of the gamers i follow i'm I'm a, I'm a mad video game player one of the gamers i follow is like a 25 year old chick from america she just bought her fifth ferrari like i've busted my ass for 30 years of work i don't have a ferrari yeah you know what i mean like you telling me she worked hard enough to earn those five Ferraris? No, she's pretty and she gets her tits out. So guys want to watch her play video games. Like, but is that the intelligence to use her gifts well? Is it or did someone say, hey, you should do this? And there's probably someone on Could the be. back end making just as much money. Probably off. is. Yeah. But then... We could. Got a pill for that? Yeah, that, would, that wouldn't work on OnlyFans. <laughs> My microphone just went flaccid. Um, so that's why people don't buy my OnlyFans. I, I feel like... Um, well, then we can get into a whole thing of... We could literally make this a two-hour... Yeah, we could. Because yeah. then we could go on to talk about capitalism and are people really paying uh, for things that are actually worth money and are pe- people paying the correct money for what those things are worth? Is an hour of my time worth more or less than an hour of your time or is it worth more or less than an hour of that guy from maths time? That's a whole yeah. capitalist issue. We don't want to get too We're, we're getting off. The, we, we are going crazy now. But yeah, it's the whole, um, remember the Bill Gates thing of like, if Bill Gates dropped $100, it would cost him more to stop and pick it up than it would to just keep walking down the street. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He has, but, I, but then I think about people like those billionaire billionaires. Yeah. They have worked hard. Oh, look. No, and they're no incredibly doubt. intelligent. No they've, they've come up with something that's changed the world. Yeah. Old fucking get your tits out while I'm gaming hasn't. Change one bloke's world. For I'm sure minutes. it's changed many blokes' worlds <laughs> for at least five minutes with a bottle of lube. <laughs> uh, we could go on uh, forever about but this, won't. but I think it'll be interesting to see how this grows. I think OnlyFans is going to implode. I don't. I, I think it will because I haven't... I don't want to say too much. I haven't subscribed to anyone, but I have had <laughs> I a... Have. For interest's sake, I had a look at what people charge. They charge a lot of money for one person. Yeah. It's like $15 a month, some of them, mm. to see one person. Yeah. So are people going to subscribe to multiple people and more and more people are getting on OnlyFans? Yeah. It's going to get to the point where $15 is too much. 
so people have to drop their price. This is the this business is, mindset of me now. Okay, this is people your, this is your business price. mindset. This is my mental health mindset coming coming back into the dragging it back full circle to our show. Mm. Is can you imagine being a person who you have a hundred thousand people subscribing for fifteen dollars a month because you're amazingly good looking? Can you imagine the mental blow of suddenly that being zero? Yeah. Like, can you imagine like your self worth at that point would be yep. a massive mental issue? Well, I even saw, um, yeah. So that that's going to be an interesting thing that comes from it. And I think there's a number. There, there's a couple of documentaries that I've been meaning to watch about porn stars after they leave the industry. Yeah. Life after porn, because I, from what I've, I think I read about have, these, I think I might have watched that. Yeah, I think from what I've read about these documentaries, that the mental health part of it is huge, phenomenal. But you see it in anything like that, like footy clubs now are having counselling for players who've just retired. Yeah, because they've gone from. 100,000 people everybody watching loves them do you everything. To nobody gives a shit who yeah. you are. Yeah. To, oh, that's that guy that used to be a football player. Yeah. So well, I, go and and go, that's like, even crueler because you're actually saying to someone, you used to have value in my life. Yeah, and now, and you, now you don't. And now you don't, yeah. My, my going, like, taking a step back to the porn star thing, there's a massive uproar about there's a certain porn star, a Lebanese girl named Mia Khalifa, who was like just blew the world up because, you know, Yep. Lebanese people aren't porn stars because of the religion and yeah, everything yeah. else. And when she decided she didn't want to do porn anymore, she like contacted every website and everybody who ever posted a picture of her and said, take it down, I don't want to be famous for this anymore. And then she started an OnlyFans account as Mia Khalifa mm. saying, you know, you guys are terrible that you still won't let me escape this life. And you're like, is your name actually Mia Khalifa? Yep. No, it's not. So if you don't want to cash in on the fact that you were this porn star, go by your real name. Yeah. Yeah. You want to leave that life behind you? Stop calling yourself the name that got you there. Oh, it's and then to a lesser extent, people try but and people do try to trade off whatever little thing that made them famous. And yeah. she's not a little example, but, but I'm the just, example yeah. that I think of when I you talk about names is Jimmy Bartell ex-footy player, um, premiership Geelong player. His wife, they split up and then she started her own fashion brand as Nadia Bartel. But in every interview... I don't want to be associated with Jimmy. She talks about how difficult it is having been divorced from a football player and how she wants to now break out and make her own way. Like, well, do you really though? Like, because you're Nadia Bartel. What's your name on your license? Yeah. Yeah. So... Have you? Yeah. Are you? And that she could even have done the divorce. Yeah. And in other ways, be known by her first name, her yeah. maiden name. Yeah. Um, I feel like maiden name is not a way we should talk about it in 2021. It's got to be a better Fam- maiden name. family name, maybe. I don't. I, I, maiden I, I, name I have, feels I like I haven't heard something replace it. Yeah. But. I feel like maiden name should be replaced. In the whole pronouns like, argument, that's a that's that's a decent point. Like, yeah, like what's what would you call well, it? Well, like, like if I get divorced, which I won't, and I go back to just being Lee Hayhow instead of Lee Cole Hayhow, that's not my maiden name because I was never a maiden. Well, 
<laughs> no, but like, and Nadia Bartel also was never a maiden because the idea of maid and maiden is you're a maiden until someone bought you from your father and married yeah, exactly you. Exactly right. Until you got so a decent, got decent a, dowry. What was your dowry do from Shane? Maiden name. My dowry was fuck all. <laughs> sure. I had nothing. This is a really nice house. You married for in. money. Um, <laughs> so it is, yeah, people trading off any little bit of mm. fame that they have. Um, and th- I think there's a fair gap between me, Khalifa, and Nadia Bartel. Well... <laughs> Is there though? But I drew is, that line. Is, no, there is a def- there's definitely a line there. The, yeah. uh, the argument was the same as what I the, the 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 point was the same. If you want to put distance between yourself and that, you go by the name that's on your on your driver's license. Well, and then you flip it the other way. David Campbell is Jimmy Barnes' son. Yeah, and he made Did, him, but that's the thing. He, he made he himself. Sp- he specifically, excuse me, he specifically made the effort to not be. Yeah. A Barnes. And then once he got famous, like now that he's famous, yeah. they don't shy away from it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's deliberately decided, I want to become my own artist. Yeah. Um, and he sings the complete opposite of Jimmy Barnes' style. Yeah, yeah. But then... But I'm sure there's some vocal... Uh, oh, yeah. Gen- gen- genetic vocal advantages to being Jimmy, Jimmy Barnes's Barnes's son. band at the moment. He's about to do another national tour. Jimmy Barnes's band at the moment has two of his daughters in it. Mm. His uh, nephew plays the drums, I think. Yeah. His uh, sister-in-law is another backup singer. Yeah. Sister-in-law, she's married to Diesel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So Diesel comes and plays too. Like it's just a very talented yes, family. There's another name. That guy was not born Johnny Diesel. No, Mark Lazot. Mark Lazot. Like I don't know how you get from Mark Lazot to Johnny Diesel. Yeah, because it sounds cool and it was the eighties. Yeah, it's much cooler than Lazot. Yeah. But then the the funny one when I when you think about people trying to make their own way, Emilio mm. Estevez is Martin Sheen's son. Yes. Charlie Sheen's yeah. brother. And the funny thing is, if you look at Emilio Estevez now, he is, and you look at Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen doesn't look like Martin Sheen. No, but Emilio Estevez is like the spitting image. It's the spit out of his mouth, and he's the one that kept um, the real name because Martin Sheen's real name is is Ramon Estevez. So, yeah, you can, and I think a little bit of it is about the intelligence to use what you can. but we will see how this all goes. Thank you for listening to another week of No Pants, No Problems. Matt's going to tell you everything you need to know uh, in our little outro. We will be back next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod. If you or someone you know needs support around their mental health, there are many support services available. Check the show notes for links. This episode is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment, music composed by Shane Cole-Hayhow and introduced by Matt Pankhurst. Bye for now.